Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. we got a couple special guests with us. We've got also Isaiah. College roommate Isaiah. We also have Dave. Proud Hi, yes. how you doing, guys? So we're doing a big event today with uh, Crown Heads. Dave was gracious enough to come up here and be on the show. It's a little bit early today and talk a little bit about Crown Heads and not talk about other things. Yeah, so that's not great. Not talk about something. <laughs> yeah. There really are some bad. things that are off limits. Exactly. Yeah, I guess. We, we, we won't even talk about that. No. Huh, so why, uh, you, why do you even bring it up, Isaiah? Yeah, why would you bring it up, oh my Rob? God. Terrible. <laughs> Can't trust you with anything. Well, but he was kind enough to bring us the Las Calaveras 2020. Yeah, so we're going to be smoking that on the show today. Obviously, this is not a pairing that we can have here because these are no longer. But the cool thing is the Las Calaveras 2023s will be coming less than a month. Less than a month. So once that comes in, we'll definitely be doing a pairing with that. Probably with the same thing if this turns out nice. Yeah. And, and today we're pairing with it our Peach Street Barrel Pick. That is at 122.4 proof. Um, it is absolute delicious whiskey, straight bourbon from Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, Colorado has been, been doing some crazy stuff with whiskey lately, and it's it's showing in a lot of the products coming out now. It is. That's for sure. Now, one thing we have noticed with uh, Colorado whiskey is they like to send this stuff too low a proof, and we keep telling them just, just send it out yeah. castering, and their castering stuff's delicious. Yep. I'm going to take just the tiniest little taster so I can join the game, but I'm not much of a drinker. Okay. Is there That's something okay. else you'd rather have? You're welcome to it. I got the water here, so we should be good. But All right. I want to play your reindeer games, you know? <laughs> we like reindeer but games. 122. I'd have to go light anyway. That That's going to be hot. It'll get you. It'll get you. It'll get you right. It's nice and pretty. Um, I think they're using a high a higher single malt content in this, so it, ha it carries a lot of those fruity floral notes, but... I went yeah. ahead and uh, did the Calibri V today. Shout out to Calibri because they're also going to be here for the event. Yeah. So, yeah, Les is going to be up here around four four thirty. And I'll put away my cutter then. Did you no, use Zycar? That I've is this, so rude. I, this the Zycar three D Mayan. This thing's so <laughs> impressive. I use it at all my events. That is pretty nice. cool. That is Hefty. Nice. That's your event cutter. It's my event cutter. Yeah. And then the case is uh, snakeskin. Oh. from Nicaragua, purchased yeah. in Esteli, my first time going yeah. down there. So oh, a little cool. sentimental there. Yeah, that you, is really you gotta cool. You got to carry that in. So awesome. I'm going to get this thing lit up. No, you got to do some cold draw on it, Rob. No, I'm going to light it up here after I get my cold draw. It's fine. Mm. It's, all, it's all fine. This does the uh, like almost frosted mini wheats thing for me. Yeah. So I remember how I sold this mm. three years ago. What's that? This was... The same wrapper as the year prior. So they're both Ecuador Habano Oscuro. This one ended up being a lot more rich and, and bold. I would recommend it to smoke it after a steak dinner. Not because of the strength, just because that's, that's the level of richness that you were getting out of yeah. it. I'm very interested to see how the tobaccos have aged after a couple of years. Uh, I will tell you beautifully, because I smoked one of my 2020s a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I still have one left. Yeah. yeah. I think I have Las Calaveras all the way back to 2016 right now. Oh so what gosh. was the red? Was that 19? 18. That, no. Oh, red, 18 was green. That was Mexican San okay. Andreas. Yeah. Red? I'm sorry. I, 
it's a sticking point. That was the first one I was able to sell as a member okay. of the team. So yeah. I happen to think I was the inspiration for the color that okay. year. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. We do have two redheads on the show. This we is, do. You yeah. just got to stick together. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Two Nashville boys. I went to Nashville once to get this job. I won't go back because they'll take it away. So <laughs> I'm, at, I'm from Lafayette, good old Purdue country. Are we on board with that around this part of the state? Oh, dude, we're in Indiana. That's fine. Okay. We're, right. we're for it's all good. the sport teams right. around here. Yeah. So you're I'm good. not so yeah. much for the Hoosiers myself, but yeah. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's all right. We okay. have a lot of fans that are from IU or Purdue up here. So we're kind of halfway between. So there's no, I'm, I'm no like big allegiance. That. I'll take a lighter from whoever's done first. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. I'm a cigar rep, so it's not like I'd carry one, right? Yeah, that would be odd. Plus, somebody's got to keep the conversation going while you guys are all, you know, <laughs> doing stuff. Yeah. I like the technique that I'm seeing, right? Very professional. I'm the type to get the cigar fully lit before I ever puff on it. It's just, yeah. Sometimes, especially at events, I'll do the old... Uh, the, the trick they do with the fancy cigar bars, you know, where you want to light someone's cigar for them, but you can't obviously be slopping all over it. So yeah. you got to get the airflow through it real quick. You do these big old circles with oh, your hand. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. well, adds a level that's of the, class. That's the equivalent of like the bartending tricks. It doesn't make a better drink in the end. <laughs> it's just a nice show. I mean, hey, you drink with your eyes first. We're selling an experience here. Exactly. Isaiah, that's swimming. <laughs> 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 Dude. Oh, this is so good. Oh, I forgot how good this one was. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the blend on this one? This one is Ecuador Habano Oscuro over Nicaraguan binder and filler from okay. the My Father Cigar Factory. Nice. nice. It has almost a... Uh, it, it's almost like a unsweet chocolate note in there. Um, there's a certain bready quality to it, too. Absolutely. I totally yeah. agree with you. I almost get, like, uh, some tea notes as well. Yeah, I was thinking that on the yeah. on the cold draw. Yeah, it definitely still has that nice spice in the nose, too. Yeah. So what have you been know. doing lately? I know you've got a bunch of events lined up. We're number two on that list, I believe. Uh, on the, the social media post that I made, yes, you were the second, but... I am doing three events in the next 24 hours, of which you are the first. Wow. So well, we're here tonight. Hey, my pleasure. I love being here anytime I get the chance. We're hanging out tonight. I'm going an hour north of here to Wabash to stay the night. going to sling some sticks at a, a Harley Davidson trike rally in the oh, morning, starting wow. bright and early at 8 a.m. Yeah. That's cool. And then tomorrow evening, be heading up to uh, Rudy's in Fort Wayne for their annual yeah. Smokeout 2023 multi-vendor cigar event. It's Shout always out to Rudy's. Time. We love those guys. Shout love out. those guys. Shout, Shout out. out. Cheers. 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 We'll hit cheers. There you go. <laughs> cheers. So we use every shout out as an as a opportunity to take a drink. So That's, that's wise. <laughs> yeah, we love the guys at Rudy's. Yeah. Wow, that liquor is really nice. It, uh... With this cigar, it tastes a lot more darker and uh, caramelized. Dark. Like it has those dark sweetness, almost more like a dry, uh, dark wine. Yeah, yeah, totally. The caramely notes definitely coming out. Mm -hmm. Goodness, it's good. But uh, so you be, you have an hour turnover between those two events, don't you? Or it's kind of close. I mean, I like to keep myself busy. What am I going to do in the middle of the day away from home? 
I guess. Yeah. Did you bring out all your uh, small ring gauge stuff for the bikers events? I I told the guy doing it we should just bring a bunch of assets and see how it goes. But he's, he's it would probably go some, better than what you're about to sell. Them. I, I think we're bringing some of them just to make you know cover our bases. Um, but we wanted to highlight Crownhead's brand and and like I said, yeah. I'm on the road anyway this this yeah. weekend, so might as well help them go sling some stuff. Oh, yeah. seriously, when we uh, have biker groups roll up, and I'm not dogging on you, I'm just telling no. you like it is. We will always say to each other like, "Oh, there went the rest of the acids. There went the rest of the sweet Janes," because. <laughs> just what stereotypically it's what's being smoked yeah a lot of times i love it. it's the biggest burliest toughest guys and they're like oh my god it's dude potpourri come on <laughs> <laughs> yep no man it, it's uh it's so it is really funny to me like i don't know you always picture uh the biker with the giant cigar hanging out of his mouth like Kind of mob style, like the 80 that Rob smoked oh a couple of days ago. Why? Yeah. Because he bought the damn thing and <laughs> I, I smoked about that much of it and I chucked it. It still took you two hours, didn't it? It was it was a good half hour to smoke. And it wasn't even that much. It was more like that yeah, much. Yeah, he, he didn't even oh. really get into the, the first third it's of just, it. Yeah. Um, it's just why. I mean, yeah. Why? But uh, no, they come in here and the bikers just buy the little blondies. And they love that. You know what? Smoke what you like. You know, you but I'm say judging that, you a little I, bit. The, the bikers we get in here on Wednesday night, they're they're smoking everything. Yeah, but there are you are right. If you get like a bike group crew that just swings in, yeah, 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 they're just grabbing something small and sweet. And you're right. It's usually the blondie or the Jane, or the Alice. Yeah, all the girls. All so. The girls. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up this year from Crowned Heads. And uh, what's new? Because we, we yeah. did just get the Aramis. Yeah. So Aramis is it's such a, a huge release for us. I, I can't tell you how excited I am. You know, on the Crowned Heads side of things, we've got this core competency of fairly medium cigars. We like to yeah. be approachable for everybody. So I haven't, you know, outside of like La Imperiosa, there's not a whole lot of heavy hitting stuff. This Aramis, Mexican San Andres wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf in the filler, which is already a pretty tough leaf to source. It's a flavor bomb. It's yeah. not going to hit you over the head with strength, but oh my gosh, it's definitely a little different. From we Bosporus. smoked it last week and it had a spice on the cold draw. Yeah, that smacha really popped through yeah. on the cold draw. It's it's nice. I mean, I well, you know, actually, I, I screwed up because. You know, you gave me the the list and said, "Hey, these are coming out. You want to do a pre order?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." And we did the pre order of the eight plus two. Then I did my re order for the event. Completely forgot about it. Ordered more boxes of them, and I get them all in. I'm like, "Oh crap, that's a lot of cigars. I've never smoked this." I pulled one out of the box, smoked it. I'm like, "It's fine. We we'll be fine." Yeah. <laughs> I might need to order more boxes after this yeah. event. I I remember you texting me, and and that was the thought in the back of my head too. Yeah, you know, I know you're worried, and I want to. Give credence to that, but I think we're gonna be no, okay. It, yeah, we've already we're by the time well the boxes that we've sold or they're being held for people to buy right now, um, that's half the shipment already. Oh my god! Yeah, wow! Yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, we've already sold two boxes of them. Yeah, just individually too. So it's been fantastic to have that as part of the portfolio. Um, you know, everybody knows probably the history of of Tim 
as far as it relates to the crown head side of things. Well, tell, tell yeah, if you don't mind, because a lot of people don't. Sure. So um, the majority of crown heads was employed by CAO, which are the founder's initials for John O. A. Oscar. His son is Tim. Um, obviously, that company sold to a large corporation uh, around what, 20, 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. So Tim exited the industry after that for a little bit. He had to take a break. Crowned Heads branched off out of there and became what they are today. But through COVID, Tim had kind of done an analysis of his life and decided it's time to get back in. So yeah. being that he had such close ties to us and, and we sort of uh, were the phoenix that rose from the ashes of the family-owned CAO, uh, it, it really just makes sense to have him back in the fold. We're all shipping out of the same warehouse. Everybody oh. knows and loves Tim. So. And it's, he's it's doing really unique things. Like there is not a cigar like the Aramas in your portfolio. I would even say the same for the Pie Synastasia. Like that was one of my top cigars of last year. We're getting a lot of requests. People want us to take that and make it regular production. I don't know if the tobacco is available, I, but. I, I would, would be very that. happy if that came to pass. Well, and on the crown head size, if side if you made this fumato and c major a regular release i'd also be happy we can talk <laughs> all right cool that's good to hear we might be able to get like a store exclusive for you guys or something we can work oh. something out all right cool we got a little bit at the warehouse can we get a real awesome. band on it because that's the only downside of that cigar is that cigar is fantastic but looking at it people just skip over because you it buy doesn't it sell eyes. itself it's a hand so we for sure yeah. But I mean, with us here, we we do sell. We go in and, and yeah. tell people what's smoking good, what what they should try, so we can sell them. But across the board, people don't look at it unless we tell them about it. But it is what it is. No, I mean, looking at the box, it makes perfect sense, right? If I had one piece of feedback, that's what it would be. But that really is our. We're trying to help the PCA with that one. It's it's something that we are really. It's a true one-off, just to try to help the organization trying to help our retailer partners. But um, you know what I've found is the people who are willing to go into the humidor and sell are the ones that do well with my products anyway. Right. We're a smaller company. Not everybody's gonna know us. We're not yeah. a household name. You gotta care. And it, you guys really do care yeah. about what you're doing down here. So uh, yeah. I think that's the reason for all the success is your guys' effort. We Good. make the cigars and they're okay, but you guys are what? Yeah, really I think they're out. more than okay. Yeah, they yeah. are. They well, are. Thank you very much. Absolutely, um, man. I was really happy to see the Mildias Marinitos come back this year. You and me both, brother. Oh, my yeah. God. That's a great cigar. That's Sumantra Maduro. You never get to see it on anything. It's such a unique flavor. And yeah. I'm so happy we got to bring it back in a size that I prefer as well, the 6x48. Mm -hmm. Toradio Pichardo's favorite size. John has always been down with the smaller ring gauges. That one hits really, really nicely. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. So what else is coming? Las Calaveras, we kind of already talked so about we got that. Las Calaveras. Um, and the Bellicosos, the, uh, is that a staple in the line this year, or is that just going to be in the sampler packs? No, that's the sampler. So okay. we're, doing, we're doing three regular production sizes, as usual. This year we're going on a 5x50 Robusto, a 652 Toro, and then uh, was the like 5 and 7 eighths by 54 something like that as the other regular production size, which is pretty close to a Toro. In the sampler, yeah, we're doing the Bellicoso. So the only way you'll be able to get it is by picking up the 2023 sampler, similar to what we're looking at here with the 2020. Which I ordered quite a few boxes of those, so we'll have them in here if you're looking for that. Yeah. Yes, and we are uh, sold out of almost all of Las Calaveras now. It, oh, wow. it went quick again this year, so 
it's, it's, you know, it's one that people look for from us. Yeah, well, I was telling Rob when uh, when we were, I think, at the car ride down to French Lick, which we did a barrel pick on Wednesday. But I was like, when I lived in Nashville, Tennessee, and was at Smoker's Abbey there, like you had three days to get the Las Calaveras before they were all sold out. Yeah. That was it. Uh, you know, like Nashville people stand with crown heads. Like yeah. up here, there's not as big of a support. There's, I mean, I understand it there. Like Tennessee is very like, we love supporting local, all of that stuff. So, yeah. But uh, what makes a difference amazing. on year to year too. Oh, yeah. So last year was Corojo rapper, which is a little more medium, nice, sweet characteristic to it. But, uh, you know, I still see that one fairly frequently. It's, yeah. it's not too tough to find that one yet. Years past that were heavier and, and larger. I think that might speak to uh, more what our consumers are looking for because those tend to fly off the shelves. Oh, like yeah, I couldn't yeah. find a red or a purple anymore if I was looking. So, right. Uh, I think it'll be really exciting to get the Broadleaf version this year. It's been since 2015 that we put Broadleaf on Las Calaveras and yeah. it, you know, it's tougher than ever to get. You yeah. see Tatuaje does a lot of projects out of that factory and uh, they've started moving toward the Mexican San Andreas and away from the Broadleaf with as many projects. So very, very lucky. Which to have these that. come from the My Father factory? Yes, they do. Yeah. Cool. How that has that always been the case for Los Calaveras? Yes, it has. Okay. Um, so we do Lime Puriosa and Jericho Hill as regular production items out of that factory. Yeah. And then Las Calaveras will always be a, a My Father project. And here's a speculation question, and maybe you don't have an answer to this, but is there ever going to be a box pressed uh, Las Calaveras? That's an interesting question. I don't know. Yeah. Um, when I think when you look at the Crown Heads portfolio, box pressed items tended to be limited editions. Uh, I think that sometimes a box pressed cigar can have more issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to underfill them a little bit to get that right. But my father knows how to make a box press. They absolutely do. But I, I don't know if John would be willing to do that. I don't know. That'd be yeah. a, a question we all have to like send him individually and maybe yeah. try to stoke that. <laughs> Start fire. a petition. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Give me a box press Lancero as a regular release. Oh, I'm just kidding. There's I don't think I've ever saw. found a box press Lancero that's the black gold well. is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I does think that smoke? Usually very good, but you do occasionally get one that's got a little bit tighter. I, I prefer on a, on a Lancero for it to be round just because. Yeah. It's designed to be that shape, and as soon as you put a box on something so small, yeah, you're gonna get some inconsistencies. Well, and, and to go back to that whole underfill thing, there's already such such little tobacco in a Lancero. Right. How do you underfill it more? Right. And keep the proportions yeah. the same. Keep any kind of flavor going. Yeah, that'd be, oh, yeah. That'd be a tough ask. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything else on the horizon to to be expecting for Crown Heads this year? That oh, you can tell oh, us about? Oh, well, oh, see, that's the difference maker. We got a lot coming down the, the uh, line. I know you do. The, I mean, PCA's coming up. Yep, PCA. Uh, this could be your scoop show. It's fine. Yeah, oh, it can man. be. How many viewers do you, you get? How much trouble am I going to get we if have I like let the secrets? Like oh, so that. we're good. We're oh, yeah, yeah, it all you, live. Yeah. We can beat half-wheel to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, we do have a few. So, Oh, you're good. You I'm not going to say anything that will get me in trouble. We, you know. You said you had mentioned Pie Synastasia already. Yeah. I don't think it's any secret that the next installment of that is going to be a PCA yeah. exclusive from I the Oscar. So, so they're changing the blend based on color in the painting? Yes. So 
this is a longer story that I don't always get the chance to, uh, yeah. to tell people because I get that, you know, 20 seconds before people's eyes start glazing over. But this yeah. is a lot of fun. This is long it, format. It's yeah, really yeah, interesting. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's dig into it. So pi synesthesia refers to the, the number pi and the medical disorder, I suppose you'd call it synesthesia, basically where multiple senses are firing without the expected stimulus. So you might Isaiah, expect do it. you have synesthesia? A little bit. I thought so. Do you really? yeah. How does yours uh, manifest? Um, I have it most strongly with flavors. Okay. So like if I'm working on, like my dad used to make salsa like every summer growing up and his recipe for it, like I was basically his like last check for that okay. because when I would taste it, it like, I imagined it almost like this sphere shape. And if certain seasonings like weren't there, like enough, like I would see it differently. Like and I kind of, yeah, like okay. I would have it memorized. Like I remember cumin was like a really common one of like, there'd be this one section missing and I'd taste it. And I'd be like, you're missing cumin. And he'd be like, oh yeah. Like I, I forgot to like put it in there. I love that. That's Which, amazing. Wild. It sounds like BS, but I've been around <laughs> him enough to like hear him describe stuff. Like, you know, it's just like, it's a little bit boxy right now. And you're like, this is taste. <laughs> what does that mean? That's actually, that's actually pretty wild. I've never yeah. heard of anybody that had it. And it kind of it works out perfectly. We're on the show yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, huh. I don't know. Continue your story. About so, yeah. So. It refers mainly to a series of art that Tim's father, Jono, did, you know, once he had retired and was sort of uh, filling his days. He loved painting. He was an engineer by trade, so he's a, a tinkerer and, and he just loved the idea of someone having a mind so different and, and seeing the world differently. So each digit of pi to him represented a different color and then he would paint that. So there are artworks out there which are expressions of pie that are just splashes of color. And if you remember the band from Pie Synesthesia Yellow, that's actually a, an artwork of Jono's that's been adapted for that project. So uh, three was yellow, obviously. The digit one would be next, and that's going to be red. I believe Tim has decided that it should be uh, big and meaty and spicy. He's, he's kind of outsourced. You know, he's asked people throughout the year, what do you think red? When, when you hear red, what do you think it should taste yeah. like? And we're just kind of playing off of that. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. wild. That is really cool. So um, how, how many or how far out are they going to go? Is, have they decided that yet? Well, well, I guess there's nine digits of pie, right? So, so you go all nine? If we, no, if there's we make more it than far. nine. <laughs> well, well, sure, but, but not individual there, right? digits. Yeah. yeah. This was at 3.141. So one will be the first to repeat. And I'm not sure how we're going to handle that. If we yeah. skip it or... Maybe we do a red redux. Um, I suppose that'd be up to Tim. Now, I did hear, and maybe you were the one that told me this, or maybe it was Jake. I can't remember which one it was, but is there a possibility that down the road, once they're all released, you're going to do like an individual box with all the colors? It's It's been brought up, actually. So uh, Crown Heads and Oz Family Cigar have their own competing podcast. I hope we're not stepping on your toes too much, but it's called the no. Oz Heads Podcast. And on the most recent episode, I believe it was episode six, they discussed that. Um, because John has the experience now wishing that he had saved one from every Las Calaveras, right? So we could do a sampler like yeah. that, the foresight to to set those tobaccos aside, but you can never do it again. Oh, I'd pay big money true. for that. But the, those yeah. tobaccos are gone. Yeah. Yeah. gone. 
And so Tim, you know, getting to work alongside him, gets that expertise and goes, oh, maybe. Do you guys I, have warehouse space for that? We have the space we have. We have we have some space. They'll just end up in the attic. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, hiding holes everywhere around the warehouse, like <laughs> special spots. Good. Well, and that's the thing, too. If you were to save a number of boxes of cigars for those years, now all of a sudden you got one that's 9, 10 years old, and then you got one that's fresh. So you can't really do that either because you kind of want them all to kind of smoke similarly. Right. Like... You know, Fresh. the yellow was fantastic, but yeah. it's such a mild cigar. I ended up with two boxes of those. That's one of my favorite coffee cigars. I don't think that would last 10 years, though. I, I mean, think about think how so. that would change. Yeah, it's be gone. Be, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would probably smoke well, but it probably wouldn't have the flavor it has The now. beautiful thing to me about that is it, it tastes like a... It's, it is a really well done, like, Connecticut. And yeah. has a little bit of spice on the nose to keep you interested. And, like... It's all I want, and yeah. uh, it. I think I smoked one the other the other morning, and again, fantastic. I ended up with two boxes of those. Like, That's thank you so much. Yeah, you know we're yeah. a ten person organization, so it might not seem that way, but that moves the needle for us, man. Like well, that kind of support's amazing. I'm a I'm a fanboy. I think fan I think boy. I have like twelve of the crown heads hats. I well, don't they are ha- the best hats. I don't have the Krispy Kreme one. That's the one I'm still looking for. He's hunting He's, hard these are for things that you one. need to tell me before I leave the house, guys. Do you have one? I have things. I always I like to pull one of every hat for my own personal collection, and then yeah. um, you know I grew out my lovely locks here, so I, I can't say I've rocked a hat anytime lately, yeah. and you know maybe I could be willing to trade he might do some, sounds like you might have some he things might i do want some dirty things for you i would trade you some stuff for the yeah. uh for that crispy cream hat i'd offered somebody 75 bucks for it and they said no oh my gosh well i would never accept money for it but uh you know there's plenty of cigars that i'm interested in i'm a nerd yeah. more than anything yeah oh yeah which is what makes you good for the job because there's there's some reps that come in and they only know their brand and uh Sometimes you can tell they're not exactly passionate about it, but they feel like they should smoke it anyway because yeah. that's what they have. Yeah. But uh, well, this I, is the hat that came. I actually opened up your box. Sorry, bud. Uh, this one came you. out. It's a nice soft hat. That's an Ebbets, isn't it? Um, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With pretty the, sure it is. Yeah, it is. The satin underbill. You could tell those kind of quality yeah. details. So that hat's significantly higher price. Yeah. Cost for us, but it's so nice to be able to do something. You know, I think going back to the original days of Crown Heads, John has never been willing to put his name on junk, right? So people know we have good hats, but we're never going to compromise the quality if we're going to put our name on it. So Ebbets is uh, a company that John had found. And then our national sales manager, Miguel Shadell, was also a fan because he's a huge baseball guy. Mm-hmm. Ebbets Field Flannels is, um, well, located wherever Ebbets Field is. I think it's the... Pacific Northwest. Okay. Um, this I'm is a guy sure. that, that basically wanted old school uh, baseball paraphernalia, hats, jerseys in this same materials. He wanted it quality. He wanted it handmade. He couldn't find it anywhere. So he said, I'm going to do it myself. He also allows uh, custom jobs. So we found them and we do, we've done maybe four or five runs of different colorways from hats from Ebbets and they always go over really well. It's yeah. a really, really nice product. Didn't you also do a crowned heads baseball jersey? At one point, I thought I saw someone I've wear one of those. I've seen one. 
Okay. Maybe Miguel did. They they've done a little bit more shirts recently. Like there's one that just says on the back of it Palace Laundry. <laughs> Do you know the story with that? What is what is Palace Laundry? You know? Palace Laundry is uh like nothing effectively. I think it's it's something John had seen in an old movie or old piece of advertising and he just he thought just it was so it? cool. I mean, it's a really cool shirt, but I I don't know what it is. Huh. I'm not always <laughs> told the fun stuff. It's a really cool shirt. I like the um the Make America Smoke again. Oh yeah, right? yeah. some of those types of things yeah. are a lot of fun. Well, and he's got the uh the Nash Pro Smokes hat he's been yeah. wearing here all the yeah. time. It's fun because I'll go out and like until somebody sits and read reads it. It's just a Bass it's Pro Bass hat. Pro. Yeah. Whoa, sh- I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the worst thing is they don't get us sued. No, you're you're covered under parody law. So thank God. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, you'd still probably get a cease and desist in the mail. Yeah. But they can't follow up on it. Hey. So. By the way, speaking of that kind of content, um, remember the the lower courts that favored for the dog toy company with Jack Daniels. Yeah. Supreme Court came out and voted nine to nothing that they need to cease that and not make those in the Jack Daniels bottles so, anymore. So they overruled the lower courts. Oh my god. So Jack won. <laughs> you think Jack paid off the courts? Uh, I think this court's available for sale. They got the money. Uh, we should probably change the topic real quick no, or my millennial care. views are going to come out. <laughs> have you seen that that parody? I have seen Jack? that, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, come on, guys. But you know what? I guess there isn't it free advertising for Jack Daniels. That would be my argument. I, my thoughts, so too, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's stupid. It's stupid. They, yeah, they like it. <laughs> I, I just do think that they have a whole bunch of lawyers like on staff that are just itching to do something. We need we need to do something here, guys. Let's go. Yeah. You want to step on Jack's toes? Do I? Yeah, you I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we can make we can make a square shaped bottle and call it Jack Poiland. No, let's don't do that. <laughs> no, let's don't do that. Hey, I don't need a lawsuit, dude. Come on. <laughs> hey, I'm just leaving our options open. Yeah, that would be when this place closes down. Would be when Jack comes after me. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Yeah, you don't mess with Brown Foreman money. No, no, <laughs> no. Let's take a moment to hear from our partners. Is your closet starting to feel a little weak? You know, like shoddy fabrics, misshaped, tired designs? Then Seven Strong brand has exactly what you need to reinforce your look. We're talking a four-way stretch of polyester, cotton blend, silky smooth, breathable, and above all, true to fit while keeping its fit. Nope, but what about our hidden collar button with reinforced stretching? It's pretty strong. Or how about designs that'll get you a standing ovation no matter the occasion? Happy hours to baby showers, the flight to date night, even from the shore to stepping out to the store. Seven Strong brand has button down shirts that will transition you from one place to the next and make you stand out every single time. And for listening to our show, new customers get $5 off their first purchase with code Final third. Not to mention, all orders over $50 qualify for free shipping. And you know, just like any label on a bottle or cigar, these shirts are going to be a stamp of quality every time you wear them. So find your strength and style by checking out 7-strong.com, as well as following 7-strong brand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our wonderful new table is brought to you by Deadwood Live. That's D-E-D Wood Live. 
Go check them out on Facebook and see what Derek can do for you. From bars to tabletops to a giant podcast table, they specialize in making super high quality furniture from live edge woods and reused barrels. So reach out to them on Facebook and see what they can do for you. And you got to be careful with Jack's toes. That's what killed him. Oh, okay. He kicked the safe. He kicked the safe. Does yep. that got so, infected? Yep. Oh, nice. Got a so bad are there infection. Any other cigars coming out that you can talk about right now? You guys have to. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. You're, it's totally fine. Yeah, I apologize. You're going to hear a lot in the next few weeks as we'll Jen continues on. We'll yeah, I appreciate permission. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I just at, talked to John. He said it's cool. Oh well, oh, in yeah. that case. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna we're definitely gonna be dropping some some articles right before yeah. the trade show. That happens typically every year. Everybody's vying for attention right before we come. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of exciting things. But well, and I everyone's will have to wait. Everyone's dying for an exclusive. Like Half Wheels dying for their exclusive article. That yeah, yeah. It probably has bad information on it somehow. But I just I don't want to be the one to scoop anybody. These decisions uh, are made above my pay grade, oh, yeah. and I'd well, like to. Oh yeah, we and obviously it. it's probably going to go on the Oz Heads show first. It, yeah, very it well should. Made. Yeah, <laughs> I think they I think they just started speaking about the Pisces that you read on that one. So I knew oh, that cool. one was good to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Okay, so we do something with all of our guests. And I guess I'll, we'll ask it to you too, Isaiah. Three cigars, budget, everyday, special occasion. And it doesn't have to it, be your brand, but it can be, obviously. Yeah, and uh, a lot of our reps have trouble with budget and everyday. Come on. Uh, just because they don't need a budget cigar. Give me a price point on everyday. Uh, everyday, it... I mean, it, that depends on the status of your wallet. You yeah. Know? Oh, so, so I have a toddler, guys. I don't buy cigars anymore. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be smoking if Crown Heads didn't send me road sock. There you go. The last year go. and a half has been tight. But no, I've got some. I think I've, I think I can give you some answers. Honestly, the the special occasion might be the hardest for me to come up with. Yeah. I mean, it could be something you own or something you'd like to have again. You know, could be like a high age. Okay, I got this thing that. Yeah. You want to start them out? Yeah. Okay. You need it. We'll give you a second to think. Yeah. I All don't right. know if I have a good answer to that question. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so let's be a good company man and say my budget cigar is Juarez because it's a great bang for your buck. Mexican Which size? You got to go uh, Willie Lee on that one. 654, solid okay. Toro. Okay. Um, however, I will say the Oliva Gilberto that came out a few years ago really took me by surprise as a really nice stick in, God, I wouldn't say it was like six or seven bucks super affordable yeah. um so that's let's call it honorary now for my everyday it also happens to be my desert island cigar this is the tatuaje kohonu 2012 in the sumatra that is the white Ooh. label okay it is an absolutely amazing box press cigar uh, i remember i was drinking still when i first encountered that cigar and i had paired it with a founder's rubeus which is a Ooh. raspberry beer and yeah. it was phenomenal yes, like oh my god the sweetness was just a perfect pairing i absolutely adored it and then let's go special occasion yeah one of my all-time favorite companies because i'm a glutton for punishment is lfd and uh so you like big meaty spicy oh my god have you ever had the nas uh-uh am i allowed to curse yeah oh yeah <laughs> nas absolutely. stands for nasty ass shit 
Yeah. And it's amazing. It's a disgusting little ugly cheroot that I can't get enough of. It's huh. phenomenal. Huh. That's not the cigar I want to choose. Yeah, yeah. The cigar, the special occasion cigar, is the LFD Salomon Unico. Yeah. With the design on it. That is my all-time hands-down favorite box. What I'll do is as I'm making visits around stores, I'll check out their selection. Like last year they did a they had a Pikachu of all things, right? A Pikachu? So oh my god. So I'll see a cool design that I've never gotten yeah. before. I'll snag it, I'll take it home, and I'll put it in my box, and then I'll take the lamest design out of that. And so I always have the coolest 10 designs, and that's the only way I get to smoke one is when I bring a new one to replace it. Why don't you just buy two? Huh? No. No. This is one of, because I've got the one that's like the silhouette of a man and woman kissing, right? And I figure on some important anniversary for me and my wife, I'll smoke that. Yeah. what else? I've got like the Punisher logo. I've got the Statue oh, cool. of Liberty. Yeah. They're all so, oh, they're awesome. Yeah. And the huh. skill it takes to roll even a normal cigar is insane and beyond me. So having the precision to get a fully detailed design is just like completely next level. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even seen those. I don't think I have either. I've heard of them. But I've never seen one in the store. Well, Not around here. They're fantastic. You get up way like Chicago. They they do a lot with LFD up there. Usually, if you ever see LFDs around here, you see the digger and you see some of that. Double the hell. LFD. Yeah. I haven't black seen bands. a Chisolito in such a long time. Chisolito. It's their chisel shape, but it's like a little Corona. Oh, yeah. And it's such a hitter. It'll mess I see up. the chisel around here sometimes, but not the, not that little one. Yeah. But it's funny, too, because, I mean, we, I feel like we probably have more small ring gauges than a lot of shops do. Oh, we do. And um, so that would probably be one we would have if we had LFD in here, so. Okay. Isaiah, do you have an answer? Ooh. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. I would say like... You can be pretty general with it. <laughs> I'm a little bit more novice when it comes to cigars. If if we were talking whiskey, I got an easy answer for that question. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll get there. Uh, for cigars, usually like if we're talking budget and I'm just walking in and I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'll usually look for the Drew Estate Sweet Jane. Uh, I do love me some some pipe tobacco, so something sweet and easy. Uh, motorcycle? What's that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, as far as every day goes, honestly, Mildia's for me. I'm a Nashville boy. I like my Nashville brands. So hey, I gave so him much. one last night, and he was like, I like this one a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a go-to. It's a number one we, seller we, for a reason. I yeah, think. We had yeah. Just, we had just grilled out, and I was like, you want medium or full body? And I just popped him a Mel Diaz, and he was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for special occasion, it's not so much a specific cigar for me as much as it is the size of the cigar. So, like, if if I'm having a special occasion, I'll I'll get a big ring gauge cigar, get a good long boy, something I can get a see. You could have given good it to him <laughs> something that's a long smoke. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of okay. where I'm at. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I, I was editing that video of you smoking the uh, the eight by eighty, and uh, first of all, we were I was outside of the car when I filmed it, so it was hard to see that I was getting everything in frame, but it just like barely made it into frame, and uh, you know it's just it's just wonderful to see you. With a cigar that large, it, it really makes your fingers look skinny, Rob. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. We, we throw them under the bus too sometimes in here. Is that the so. same company that produces a nine by ninety? Yes. They okay. Do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Familiar. CLE or Asylum. Just dropping names. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, we we talk about them. I mean, <laughs> we don't I mean care. I'm not honestly. 
the it, flavor on it wasn't bad. The size is what was just ridiculous. Yeah. And those people that smoke them, I mean, obviously, there's I probably mean, a lot of truck You know, some Toros you get, you have to, like, double puff them. That probably was a quadruple puff. Oh, my puff God. To get I couldn't any keep that thing going. Just like, oh. Yeah. I'm not a snake. I cannot unhinge my jaw. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, try, I literally tried to sliver off just the smallest amount of the cap, and it was still so freaking big, I felt like I was deep-throating something, man. <laughs> it was terrible. It's terrible. Got to get in there. Gotta get her in there, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, affectionately goodness. known as the donkey dick. Yes. Okay. So yeah. 35 minutes is where we get weird. Is that? Oh, we get weird all the whole time. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you listen to last week's episode, Isaiah gradually got drunker because it was his last day working here. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't working, he was just drinking. <laughs> yeah. He, he did do that. Well, and then they made me do shots, and it they was were, they were high quality shots. Too. They were not. It, they were. <laughs> it, it was like fireball. Uh, we didn't do any fireball. Yes, we did. Oh, I. Oh, yeah, we did. We, you don't we remember sh- that? We shared huh? the fireball, a little fireball. Yeah, that's no, right. Scott Johnston and I did because you wouldn't. You wouldn't drink the fireball. Have oh, you busted good. out the malort for him yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> you count your lucky stars then. Yeah. No, honestly, experience. I just got what was the smallest little I feel like Malort would have been better store. because he had White Claw vodka in one of those <laughs> airplane bottles. <laughs> and uh, him and I took it down. And that was the. It's disgusting. It's terrible. Yeah. It's That's terrible. the product for when you got uh, a double header of soccer games and you you got nowhere to go all day. <laughs> yeah, that's where we take a flask yeah, of yeah. something good. Yeah. This, uh, it was disgusting. So. <laughs> I know you don't you don't drink a lot. I'm I'm a smoking aficionado. Yeah. So do you have? I mean, what do you like pairing with cigars? Water. Just water. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I'm if it's my first time with a cigar and I really want to experience it, yeah. Water. Because for sure. I'm generally a child, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a soda, or I mean, I've messed with like a milkshake and stuff, but a lot of times that completely covers up any sweet note in the cigar, which makes me enjoy it less. So yeah. water is, is the best way to let the tobacco talk. Yeah. Um, so we did pair last year's uh, Marinitos mm-hmm. with cream soda. Oh, I bet that was great. It was insane. It tasted like coconut, coconut cream, pie. cream pie. It was And then so this good. year with the Marinitos, we paired it with cream soda and coconut cream pie, but the fat in the coconut cream pie just <laughs> blew it. the palate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, but that coconut cream or that the pie was great. And oh, the Mildias the was great, just not together. So you do find we got a couple of fat kids on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talk about yeah, food yeah. quite a bit we, <laughs> all the time. I love food. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, we were talking. I, I just think it all goes together. Like people just in, who enjoy flavor enjoy all things flavor. Yeah. Um, nobody's addicted to cigars here except for probably Rob. I'm not addicted, but I smoke a shit ton of them. <laughs> I'm a dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but but the thing is, for you. again, it's you're not addicted. You love smoking them because you could probably go without having a cigar for a couple of days if you had to. Yes, I could. But I've been addicted to uh, vitamin N since the ripe old age of 15. Oh, vitamin nice. N. You know the craziest N. thing, too? I've never heard let's call that let's well i'm not supposed to say that word because people associate it with other tobacco categories and that's uh you know yeah but let's spill some tea okay on the industry side and dump it out apparently i'm a freak right shocking um especially the crown heads organization 
I'm one of only two people that have ever smoked anything besides cigars. Huh. Apparently, there's a lot of purists that come to this just for the appreciation of tobacco. Whereas I walked a little bit different road, right? I got in and, <laughs> and realized my body loves this stuff. And so that brought me to the best expression of it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you, you would never find me smoking a cigarette again. But uh, I'm definitely still a daily user of, of tobacco products. I'm probably the only guy you know with nasal snuff on him almost all times. Oh, really? It's, dude, when you can't get a coffee in the morning, that'll wake you up. Woo! <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. sure it will. Yeah. Good times. Huh. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw you under the bus. All right. Because I remember Isaiah, Isaiah and I went to college together, and he would just buy pipe tobacco loose <laughs> And he'd be Damn like, it. man, I, I want some nicotine. He'd pack a lip of pipe tobacco. <clears throat> no problems. You know, when it's finals week and you got to do what you got to do. You yeah. just earned all my respect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank are you. all that is man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, See, man. I'm one of those guys that never smoked anything until cigars. So, because I can never, I can't inhale. So it would do me no good. So yeah. I just. Got into cigars back in my early 20s. Yeah. I mean, we can get you a big old pouch of Red Man if you want. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. I used to Did dip. you never try that? I used to. Oh, yeah, oh, I have. used to dip. I used to okay. dip. I used to chew. Because you know. I feel like dipping and hunting go together. It does. Absolutely. Because yeah. you I don't want to put now, the smell out. That'll yeah. scare them off. I'll be honest with you, though. Now, just smelling an open, fresh open can of it, I'm like, oh, God, it makes me want to throw up. It, Quitting dip, way harder than anything else. Yeah. Hmm. It was. That was something I was just used to having it in there and it was like it hurt so good kind of thing yeah yeah that was a tough one to uh get back i told my wife i can never buy another cane because i'll i won't stop buying them mm. yeah it's yeah. good stuff you ever do the snooze mm -mm. no those are nice especially if you got a long <laughs> plane ride and you don't want to uh you know have a really obvious tobacco product out and using uh just pop a couple of those bad boys in and keep the well, those ones in little bags yeah they're um pasteurized i guess Okay. I don't know, they process the tobacco differently, so it's spitless tobacco. Oh, and so okay. it's it's definitely a tiny little pouch. It doesn't hurt the same way. Okay, but it gets it keeps me from wanting to stab people on a plane. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's what counts. I don't like to fly. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah. Okay, so Isaiah, budget every day, and uh, special occasion whiskey. Special occasion can be a bottle you have, or a bottle you want, or mm -hmm. a you. You found a bar on a special occasion, like you just sold your multi-million dollar business, you know. So you're going out to eat, not that you have a multi-million dollar business. Now right. he's dreaming about a multi-million dollar yeah. business. Yeah, you know what it is? Flavored Bovita packs. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah. We'll um, tell you more about that later. <laughs> I know the guys at Bovita. We can make this happen probably. Yeah. Trey Max working Trey on Max it right working now, on it. Right, yeah, yeah. Sadly, we're not going to get royalties for that. No, and we came up with it. I came up with it. You did it. on the show. Yeah. I need royalty money, Bovita. You <laughs> let me know. I'll send you my PayPal. <laughs> Here's a buck. Shut up. Um, yeah. I would say for budget poor, yeah. I am an Evan Williams bottled and bond man. Um, Evan Williams was, I think, the first bourbon I ever had. A um, lot, of, lot, of, lot of good nights in college on Evan Williams. But uh, yeah, Evan Williams bottled and bond. Good favorite for me, super solid. Uh, as far as every day, 
I am a big fan of barrel picks. So usually I'm reaching for, you know, whatever barrel picks speaking to me at the time, you know, whatever I found locally that's really tickling my fancy, um, just something new and different. Uh, As far as special occasion goes, um, I am, I am unfortunately a big stag junior man. So me too, buddy. Whenever I can get my hands on it, that is, that's the special occasion pour for me. So I like stag. So, Isaiah lives and had, grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Your brand is in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, they are. I think Isaiah should do you the honors of teaching you some Tennessee cursing. Okay. You had a little educational moment for I everybody. I always like to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so the main principle that you got to think about when it comes to Southern swearing is no swear word is less than two syllables. Never one syllable. So, you know, if stretch it out, if it's more than two syllables, you say it normally. But if it's if it's one syllable, it's not. So you got to think, damn, damn. Damn. If if you're saying shit, it's shit. You got (laughs) to You got to really stretch it out there, because if you're going to say a curse word, you might as well get in there. So you got to have at least two syllables to it. So the more you can kind of stretch it out and get in there, that's 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 the way to go. That's the Southern way. Okay. Are you big on on using the allegories and you know like, <laughs> oh that's crazier than such and such and such. Uh, like my mama's ass. <laughs> His mom's from East Tennessee. She's from yeah. like Johnson City area, and oh, yeah. she does that. Like. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good one. Like, um, there's a fatter than a tick on a bloodhound. Yeah, oh yeah, I um, that one. Let's see. <laughs> Happier than a pig in she. Yep, yep. Yep. That's a classic. That's a classic. I'm going to stretch that one out for you. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of other good ones. My my mom's full of those. She she comes from East Tennessee, comes from, you know, mountain town up there. And so she very much in like her. Legit Appalachia sort of East Tennessee. That's my yeah. dream. Oh, Either it's beautiful. Ozarks or Appalachia. I just like to be the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> Very fair. It would not be hard to do. What's the prettiest and, and teeth? more teeth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> great. Oh, yeah. She. She. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man. So why don't we talk a little bit about the cigar we're smoking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you guys getting on this right now? I got to think about Because we're in that. I, I'm slow. I'm still finishing the first third right I'm now. I'm in the second third right now. I had the smallest one to start with, so I'm, I'm going quick on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't I tell you guys a little bit about it while you all thinking. <clears throat> so, Las Calaveras 2020 was the purple edition. And, you know, every year there's four coins on each band that are sets of initials. People that are close to us or the industry that have passed away in the prior year. 2020 features uh, KB. For Mr. Kobe Bryant, and that is also, I believe, the inspiration for the uh, the purple on there. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's kind of a cool thing that we did. That is very uh, cool. Is, yeah, there it is. Okay, so I'm yeah, not right. lying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're a little hard to read sometimes these yeah. coins. Um, so, I, to my knowledge, this was the only one with real significance behind the color. Other ones are just like you know, there's you got to pick a color. Yeah. Um, well, the first couple of years were just white. Yeah, they were mainly white. They yeah. had some offsets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I still really like the green and pink accents to the 2014. I think yeah. that has a classic look to it. I can't remember if I've, I don't think I've ever had that one. So well, that's the one. I don't that, have a 2014. Nobody can find one. it. Though, there's like 
a few people that have them and they hoard it all. They still got boxes and boxes, but they won't come Which off. Which I would wonder if they're still. Yeah, they still have some balls to them. Yeah. yeah I was do. gifted one a few oh, years okay. back and I smoked it side by side the 2019 and was like, oh my God. We, Rob Honestly, and I smoked dark- a 2015. Yeah. Last, well, New Year's. And it had lost a lot of what it had. That one was Broadleaf, right? Yeah, I think, I think it was. So, I yeah. think so. And then the Just 16 was the more creamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. get some more of those darker notes. I mean, those things really don't start losing flavor until about 14, 15 years usually, right? Yeah. Um, but even losing flavor on a dark, rich cigar, you go from a full body to maybe a medium full. Right. Yeah. And that's actually not bad. That's uh, not a bad uh, thing to happen. Uh, so, I mean, get more mellow and get those tobaccos to marry in there. That's the... The specialness of, of letting a cigar in. It really is. Yeah, that's why I like the LFDs. Like, I don't smoke them fresh a lot. I'm looking for those flower bands, you know? Give me something that's 15 years old and still kicks my butt. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. tasty. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like this thing is just opening up even more, getting a lot of those kind of baking spice notes, a little bit of pepper in the nose. Oh, but definitely. Not strong at all. Not no, strong it, on the it's pepper. It's not. And there's a, uh, like, a, a wheat bread toast on the palate, too, for mm-hmm. me. Still yeah. has that bready quality. It's not quite pastry, but it really does bring a lot of the, a lot of what's great about this whiskey out even deeper and richer on the fruit notes and the deep dark caramel kind of thing. Yeah, going. I mean it. It tastes like somebody cooked down the fruits that are that you normally find in this. Yeah, and uh, you guys are really good at this. Wow, <laughs> I want I want to smoke this cigar and I'm already smoking it. Damn, Dude, that's a. It's just what we do. Yeah. Uh, well, so, somehow people like to listen to this, and we've picked up sponsors doing it. And uh, well, you, we're thankful and you definitely for, know for this. you guys. I mean, you got you go into a cigar shop, and you got people smoking cigars, and probably seventy five percent of them don't even think about what they're drinking with the cigar. They just grab what they normally drink, grab a cigar, and go. It's like if you find things that actually work together, it just intensifies the experience tenfold. Well, and my thing is for that guy that only has a couple boxes in his humidor and like, so he has basically two or three choices. Sometimes you don't want that cigar, you know, sometimes you're not in the mood for it. Well, if you find something it pairs well with, that changes your perception of the cigar and breathes a whole new life into it. It does. And And the other thing is too, if you have the same cigar that goes well, you can do one day with soda. You can do one day with whiskey. You can do one with a cocktail. Yeah. You can do coffee, and it changes your experience, and it's the exact same cigar, but it's uh-huh. going to taste different every time. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to be excluded from this question because you own a cigar shop, so I think okay. the answer will be obvious. But for you guys, were you always box buyers? Like, when I was getting into it, I was more of the five-pack guy, you know, partially because of budget, but partially because of my ADHD ass just wants to try every single thing yeah. that I can. Where were you guys coming down on that? You want to go first? Yeah. I mean, kind of in that same boat. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of variety. Like, that's kind of what I was saying with that, you know, the barrel pick thing for my everyday. So, you know, it's like I walk into a shop and I take the recommendation, pick up a few sticks, you know, and that, that's usually kind of the, you know, kind of the vibe I like to be on when I'm when I'm picking stuff up. I yeah. love the nerds. You're speaking my language. Yeah. So starting out, which my... I would still call it one of my home shops is Smokers Abbey in Nashville. Cause I went to Belmont university. Nice. And, uh, like I spent, I was there probably three times a week <laughs> just working. They have a study room in the back and I would, I would do all my homework from there and just smoke cigars. 
And uh, so in college, I didn't have enough money to be a box buyer, but right. I got paid weekly. So you buy buy a couple sticks every time you go in, you know. Um, but I was the type to just try everything. Brady Lane, who still works at Smokers Abbey, I just walk in. Yeah, shout out to Brady. He'll probably never hear this, <laughs> but uh, love you, baby. I just walk in and be like, "Hey, Brady, what do I need to smoke tonight?" And uh. And, and that was great, but there were some cigars that I smoked enough of that I probably should have bought the box. <laughs> and that was like the Cornelius and Anthony Senor Cigars. Oh, yes. Well, that was the floppy-eared dog-looking one, right? Yeah. What was the one they had with the uh, hot air what, balloon? Okay, so that cigar was Mexican San Andreas over Nicaraguan binder and filler mm -hmm. produced at the Espinosa factory. Which okay. is Isaiah's love language. It is my love language. Ah, I see. <laughs> you know... Tyler was hitting me up just on the way over here. He's like, oh, I mean, I'm hitting the hey. uh, north side of Indy today. So he maybe we should shout out Tyler Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah shout out. And actually, <laughs> he, he texted me earlier. He said, hey, you going to be there today? I'm like, yeah, I'm setting up for a Crown Heads event. He's like, he's like, oh, well, then have a great event, man. I mean, I would have hey. been fine if he came in. I don't mean out. to make a deal on the podcast, but if you want some Senora cigars, I'll trade you some for that hat. We got... You know, we we got we had a conversation after this. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I got things in the but, car. But but cigars like that were ones that I really gravitated towards early on. Um, I also smoked a lot of Caldwell then. Um, I, the King is dead or, or oh, the, wait the we, we got all in button our shirt. Yeah, the Mad we Mofo. Caldwell. The Mad we had, Mofo. We had to take the titties uh, out to actually. I don't, do I don't know if I can. I'll just give him a little pull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Caldwell's Cal signature. Caldwell look. doesn't button uh, above his belly button. No, he doesn't. But he's also built like a rail, so he, is, uh, he, he can justify that. We got too much tip for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, get a solid A cup. Solid A cup. You might uh, be. You might be up to B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever works, you know. Um, but now, now I'm a box buyer just because of uh, the actual <clears throat> savings in buying a box and forever i worked here so i get even better savings buying a box so yeah um, it always helps to know people it does help to know people and uh i there is a lot of value in buying a box because you can i mean my my thing is with the box is i'll smoke half the box now and save half the box for another year or so see what it does most of my boxes are unintentionally aged yeah 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 uh but that being said i still have a las calaveras um from this past year a lonsdale box that is uncracked in my humidor i've got two of last year's marinitos uncracked in my humidor but i already smoked another uh marinitos box all the way through wow. from last year yeah <laughs> um that that was one of those cigars that after we sold out of them I had to find more. Um, <laughs> I the, really like that one a lot. That's one of my favorite cigars of all time. So it has this graham crackery, toasty thing to the yeah. point. Well, now, that there was were, your cigar of the year last year. It was my cigar yeah. of the year. And the Pais Anastasia was close behind it. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few people who, you know, had connected so well with the Mildias that they were like, uh, what do you think you're doing messing with my cigar? But for the most part, I mean, they lied. The Mil Diaz is my everyday stick. If you hand me a Mil Diaz, wherever I'm at, I can I can uh, smoke that while I'm drinking coffee. I can smoke it midday, smoke it in the evening. I still love that cigar. That Marinitos is my special occasion cigar. Oh wow! Like okay. I'm gonna smoke one the night I get married. You know, like that. It that's that cigar for me is that Marinitos. That's a busy night too. You gotta make sure you carve out time for that. 
I'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, it out. you make time for the things that count. <laughs> On your wedding night. Yeah. Hey, yep. yep. His, his fiance is not listening to this. It's fine. She don't care. <laughs> Does she smoke? No. Okay. Not no. yet. Yeah, we we're, we got to work on that. We'll work on that. It's a long, that's a long game right there, buddy. You know what? She told me that uh, once we get married, she's going to try a cigar. So I said, well, good for I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. Uh, and so I had an uh, an Does opus. Does your wife smoke cigars? She will occasionally. Okay. She she's a fan of anything fermented, so cigars, pipe tobacco, kombucha, tea. Yeah. Uh, we're we're into exploring all of that stuff. That's cool. <clears throat> oh, I love it. But I had saved an Opus X uh, love story, not the love affair, but okay. the love story. Little little tiny guy for the same purpose to smoke on my wedding night. And here we are almost two years later. The thing's still sitting in the humidor. Yeah. It's, you know, life gets busy and you got kids and you're like, oh, okay. And there's more fun things to do on your wedding night than smoke cigars. One or two things. Yeah. (laughs) One or two. Probably. (laughs) Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. You're you're saving it for marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. It was great. I'll give you some pointers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to turn that into a segment on the show? Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hey Dave, show me. Smokes? <laughs> yeah. I used to hear Isaiah saying, hey, Dave, show me on the dolly. Show me on the dolly. <laughs> who was the, who was the old not. sex therapist, like Dr. Ruth or something? Yes. Yeah, we need to maybe do one of those. Dr. Dave. If you need a segment name, just call it Smoking, Token, and Poking. <laughs> Yo. Oh. I don't know how much we should get into the token, but, <laughs> but yo, it changes the way cigars taste. If you're interested in in just the variations of tobacco, this isn't something I get to talk about much. But um, yeah, when I'm done breaking the law, smoking other things, because I'm in Indiana and it's still a crime. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, Isaiah will, also partakes. Ah, so my God, you're in good company. So the Mildias is a great example. Most of the notes in that cigar are just completely destroyed. You can't taste hardly anything. But the florality comes way out. And it's such a different experience. I wish I could find a way to bottle that for the non-user just to experience it. Because it's so different and so good. Obviously, (laughs) it's a niche of a niche of a niche people that use both. So uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a different podcast for a different time. No. No, that's actually kind of interesting. I mean... We're, we're not far down the road. I mean, I think Indiana got, will be got, waiting until it's federal. Yeah, they might. They, Who knows? We but, don't need the tax money. I mean, Illinois and Michigan, I mean, they're right down the road. That's probably in your territory, I would imagine, too, both of those states. Illinois is, but man, their taxes make it expensive. Oh, that's yeah. true. Black that's market true. got way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You can I, always go to Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Missouri now, too. Oh, yeah. Fully wrecked there. That's the new one. Um, oh, Kentucky's opened up, too? No. They're medical. But, yeah. Medical. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Missouri, though, not much farther. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Well, and Missouri's poised, I think, to be the Napa Valley of weed. I mean, <laughs> the Ozarks are obviously an incredible, uh, fertile place to grow. So, yeah. I, I'm sure there's people that are already <laughs> on top of that. Missouri's the Napa Valley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, hey. I think it was the Nappy Valley. Nappy. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are marketing genius. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, you get a cigar and a little bit of whiskey, and you can come up with a lot of good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. whether you remember it the next morning or not is another story. Well, thank God we've recorded all of this. Exactly. For posterity. Yeah. Thanks, B. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had one thing of news to talk about, and that is the new barrel-aged fireball. <laughs> yeah. Dragon. Was it, what are they calling Dragon? Oh, I don't know. You might pull it up. I'll look it up. But so here's what I imagine happening with those fireball barrels. So think of, think about this. A couple years down the line, Nulu fireball finished. Starlight fireball finished. <laughs> Bardstown Bourbon Company finished in fireball barrels. We know this is coming, don't we? God, please no. Does anyone want it? No, nobody uh, wants it. Nobody except wants it. Except for Dr. J. Except for Dr. Johnston. He he's a regular <laughs> in here and he Dragon's Reserve or Dragon Reserve Cinnamon Whiskey, barrel aged. And mm. really missed a real an opportunity to go call it Dragon Ball, right? And yeah. mm. and you know, who else would you want to to do it but Rob Riggle? Oh, so they really care. Oh, they really care. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a serious it's real. product. Oh, hundred percent. Serious Oh, hundred percent. I mean, McConaughey, psh, we don't need him. Well, he's he's done. He's out. I know. There's no more long We don't need a guy that's just like flaky as McConaughey. Let's go with Rob Riggle. <laughs> Which I, I, I don't even know that that's a selling point. It's, it has to be a joke. It has to be. Uh, but and, you know what? And people are going to buy it. And guess what? Now you got I, Fireball on the allocation list. Because you can't get it unless you buy all the regular Fireball. I guarantee that's coming. Yeah. Guarantee that's coming. So th- did you see a price on this? <clears throat> oh, God. It can't be worth It's anything. probably going to be a $70 oh, bottle oh, of oh, Fireball. It will be. Oh, oh, do you taste the rich oak? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it says price. Hopefully it, they up the um, proof a little bit. A little no. Bit. 618 bottles of Fireball Dragon Reserve will be available pre-order online June 16th at 11 a.m. Set your calendars <laughs> for $19.99. Oh. Super premium. Okay. That is really premium. It's actually pretty low price. Yeah. Uh, we should probably... No, we shouldn't. We should probably... <laughs> <laughs> it's only 618 bottles. A, you know how... Secondary on that's going to be like 22 bucks, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Max profits. <laughs> oh, you know someone will actually throw that shit out there at like a hundred fifty bucks. You know it's bucks. gonna be on secondary. Oh my god, Dragons Reserve. Hey, coming you out can't, on Father's Day, huh? It's it's not coming out to final third. No, it is coming out on Father's Day. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I really dug the uh, the Father's Day deal that Punch did with their cigars. Did you guys get that one? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was such a fun concept. Um, We're not set up with Punch. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can get them. It's called the Punch Dad Bod, which already hilarious. Yeah. The band was a full necktie gotcha. that goes down the cigar. And it's, of course, got a little pooch in oh, the yeah, middle. Of course. But my favorite was the packaging on it. And uh, they put five cigars in what looks like a can of beer. And rather than a box, they sold you a four pack. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. Oh, so that's it's too cool. That's yeah. actually a good idea. I know. I don't like I don't go for a lot of the gimmicky stuff, but that was just too good. Yeah. 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 I'm same way. I'm like I'm not a big gimmick guy, but sometimes cigars work. So, oh, I don't I don't know what the cigars. Who knows the cigars are good? I know. Cans. Yeah, I'll take a little bit more. <laughs> um, I know. Um, like Punch Punch released a cigar that the JRE Tobacco made, yeah. um, and 
you know what? I mean, JRE is starting to do a lot of great stuff, and they're starting to actually work with other companies like Oliva. You need some more? Oliva, they're making the Aliados for them, or one of the Aliados. Yeah. EP Carrillo is making the other one. We happen to know that guy. He's he's pretty rock solid. Yeah. EP? Oh, yeah. Ernie's, Ernie's amazing. Yeah. Well, I had given you that cigar, the yeah. secret, you know. I, I got to go down to- You can to, talk uh, about it if you want to. I don't know if you're allowed to, but you're- Yeah, oh yeah, that's mine. Nobody can, we're yeah. never gonna do anything with it. Okay. Uh, but we went down for sales meetings to Ernesto's factory in, in January. And and it do was, you guys have cigars being made at- He handles about 60% of our portfolio. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean- I didn't either. So what, going, are, what are the popular things coming out of there? So EPC produces all the four kicks brands for us. Okay. They did. That actually makes sense. Headley and JD. Basically, they were the first factory that we used. But, um, you know, the fan favorites, Lake Carem, that's coming out of there. Did they um, do the Morevas? The. Las Morevas. Oh, Las Morevas. Yeah. That was a My Father project. Okay. And it was discontinued in it 2017. Discontinued. I had a chance to sell some of those in an event just four days ago. You know who has them? Yeah. Uh, Smoker's Choice in Brownsburg. They've got everything, bro. They, they were do. awesome. Well, that's yeah. where I found my last batch of uh, Senores Sugars. I bought them out. Nice. They were stuck back behind a couple boxes on a bottom shelf. So, Easy like, if I wasn't to... laying on the floor, I wasn't going to find them. Easy for things to get lost in there. But that, that's actually where I was employed um, before really? being a rep. So, you can bet your bottom dollar that ever since I joined up with Crown Heads, they've taken everything. They're really awesome supporters. Dave's such a good guy. Mark down yeah. there. Well, and they typically have a couple previous years of uh, Calaveras. Las Calaveras. We found the 21s down there, which is probably, I think it's my favorite year. Sumatra so Maduro. Might be my yeah. favorite. Tweety Bird Yellow. Is that what it is? It's Sumatra, Sumatra Maduro. Maduro. Just like wow. the Modernitos. So it makes perfect sense, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. That, that is legitimately one of my favorite years of Las Calaveras. Nice. Yeah. It was definitely something different. But so anyway. Sorry, sidetracked. Oh, uh, so we had our sales meetings down there, and Ernesto's such an awesome guy. He basically had this project that we worked on all week long where he brought out all these different tobaccos, little puritos, and said, okay, I'm not telling you what it is. Smoke it, take notes, and at the end, we're going to pick our favorites, and we're going to build a cigar out of it. Oh. So what Rob's got there is uh, the blend that I ended up coming away with. I'm not, I don't have all the details memorized, but I can tell you, I put the strongest Lijero that was offered My man. in that cigar. And then the rest of the tobaccos was me trying not to blow everybody's face off. So I'm just gotcha. trying to temper it a bit. But all that flavor comes from there. Um, <laughs> I remember sampling the Lijero and I was excited. I mean, my eyes lit up. I get that chill down the back of my spine. Like, <laughs> buddy. Every single other Crown Heads employee was immediately like, no, no, thank you. And I built my cigar around that. So it's different. That's cool. Hope I'm excited, man. I love that smacking your face cigar. I, and I think there is a market for that in the there boutique is. scene because there's not a lot of uh, more boutique or craft cigar brands that are doing a lot of the smacking your face stuff. I can think of probably two cigars. The Neanderthal from oh, Romacraft, yeah. which I'm not sure that they're considered boutique. Oh, uh, oh absolutely. They're so, way smaller than Crown oh, okay. Heads. Roma's yeah. super boutique. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, is it Jacob's Ladder? Is Southern Draw boutique? Southern Draw. Yeah, yeah. they oh, haven't been much. bought out yet. Yeah. But those are the two that's like, they'll, uh, they'll smack you in the face a little bit. The Neanderthal is a different animal, though. Like It is. You can... 
Have you smoked that? It's been a minute. You should smoke it while you're here to tonight. For a long time. You got You got them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. The only thing Definitely. I don't like about him is that flat top on him. Yeah, but you can get around with that. He you He's can. a straight cut to, sort I'm of not, guy. He'll be just fine. I know. I just, I, yeah. I'm just telling you, when uh, you have smoked so much or drank so much that you can't taste anything, you light up a Neanderthal. You, you can know taste it. it. That's yeah. why I always, a lot of times, I'll end the night with a 601 green little Corona. You can always taste it. It's going to yeah. have that nice little punch of flavor. And yeah. I love a little cigar. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's There's great. only 40 of these that exist, so. 40 of what? That one? That one. Well, thanks for sharing that. Hey, my pleasure. I hope it's not awful. It's been a minute I'll smoke since it. I I'll, I'll cleanse my palate a little bit here, and I'll smoke it next. Yeah. So I'm excited. This thing's been smoking like a champ, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just into the second, third on this thing already, and it's been a slow burner for me. It, it is a slow burner. This is a great one, man. I'm yeah. approaching the final third on this. Maybe I'm into it, but I'm I'm well, right there with you. It's kicking now. up too, yeah. man. It's it starting to get me is. in the uh, the old sinuses there. So the yeah. the 2023 release of this, did uh, you may have already said it, but what's the blend on that one? That's <laughs> Broadleaf. Broadleaf, Broadleaf okay. from the My Father Factory. Gotcha. I mean, Over what else needs to be said? Yeah, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. Okay, cool. So do the That'll fillers nice. stay the same every year? Or? No, they're different. Okay, but they're not really details that we spread. It's okay. Well, yeah. we'll it's give okay. you we'll give you one. It's just a My Father Judge every year. No, I'm just kidding. If they were willing to give us that tobacco, I think yeah. I'd, hey, be I'd go lay bajou with a different rapper before I'd go judge. I mean, judge is good. It's got that chocolatey kind of thing going, but I really love the lay bajou. I do like the lay bajou. It's it's a real gem or a jewel, even I suppose. Yeah. A jewel for those of us that have brushed up on our languages. I'm not. <laughs> a lay bajou translates to the jewel. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all I got. Well, thanks. That's all I got. Yeah. That is good. So what else you got, Isaiah? <laughs> so you guys are, uh, can you talk about this? You guys are moving some products from the Petrado factory. Sure. We'll, we'll try to care. What is the, uh, what factory are, are some of them moving to? Like, is, is the Juarez moving? No, Juarez, no, Juarez and Mildius are going to remain at, uh, Oh, what are they calling that factory now? It's not Petrado anymore. No, uh, we're we, it's got a slightly different name. Okay. Um, golly gee, I you go ahead and talk and oh, I'll look it up. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, Mildias and Juarez, fantastic products. We wouldn't change them for the world. Yeah, they're you know number one and two for us. That's the best of the best, and then our our best budget smoke. So, uh, yeah, you don't mess with success. Yeah. However, there are a couple products that had uh, a transition. Uh, one of them would be the Oz Family Cigars Bosphorus. Yeah. And when that transitioned, there was a slight tweak made to the blend. So you could still find a couple out there with the original Sumatra wrapper. Which we have original Oz Bosphorus and new Oz Bosphorus. I'm, I'm going to have to ask your opinion on those. But I personally okay. think the reblend is worlds better. And that's, okay. that's the one that has all the ratings, the 93s yeah. from Cigar Aficionado in January. Is they, it is it Tiago? Is that what nope, it was? Nope, nope, Wrong side. Okay. My bad. Um, that's rebranding a brand. Yeah, it's, a new it's brand. something like Tabacusa or okay. it's like one of those. Um, actually, so Naxa is the other factory that took over uh, okay. the project for us. And that was Le Patissier. 
Okay. So, Le Petitier is such an interesting concept because most people, if you're familiar with Crown Heads, know Le Carême, produced by Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Really nice broadleaf name for the French pastry chef Marie Antoine Carême, who invented the chocolate souffle. We hope it evokes those baking spice cocoa yeah, notes. Yeah. Um, and then you move that to Petitier. We gave them the same exact story, same inspiration. They use very similar tobaccos, but I'm sure you know the expression is wildly different. Very so different. You get two masters take on our story and how they want to tell that story through the tobacco. I think yeah. for the nerds among us, that's the really interesting thing. Yeah, I didn't realize that story. Is that it? it? I'm okay saying not not mentioning the name, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's all it's saying. Yeah, I have it somewhere. So um, do you guys my bad. mostly leave the <laughs> blends up to uh, to to the people in the factories, or are those something that like John? Ha- I mean, I'm sure you guys have final say in it. But yeah, is, absolutely. Is John like in the factories blending, or is he saying, "Hey, what can you come up with that will fit this flavor profile?" Yeah. So John has the vision. And it's his job to communicate that vision to our factory partners. His line has always been, you know, if if your tooth hurts, you're not going to take a pliers and, and try to take it out yourself. You're going to go to a dentist, right? Um, Which, first of all, that's a masterful thing to be done because there's a lot of people who start smaller brands working with other factories and they're like, oh, I need to blend this. Like, hey, buddy, you're not well. quite. There's a, a little bit of yeah. ego servicing, I think, when it comes to the thing like that. I think yeah. it, it takes a lot to recognize that there are people that it can do it more effectively. And, and if your goal is to have the very best product that you can have. Yeah, yeah dude, if, if you get a chance to let Ernie blend your stuff, you're going to take it. Like, yeah. like He's been in the Hall of Fame for over a decade for this. Oh, that's a cool thing. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're very, very lucky to share the factory partners that we have. So that's cool. Uh, couldn't couldn't be more happy with that. But. John, yeah, he validates. He he's proud of that. He it, it's more than a contract brand. You know that's been levied for for a lot of different companies that maybe don't own a factory. But it's true, truly collaboration. Um, Ernesto was a relationship that he and Mike had uh, from their days as CAO, and he's just such a down to earth guy that that knows tobacco and loves it. He's passionate. He, well, when it comes to the fir- very first product that they were going to do, the Four Kicks original, the OG yeah. with the Habano wrapper, um, you know, Ernie said, look, I could do this for you, but you need to know what it takes, right? You need to be the ones doing this. So that one, John and Mike did sit down and blend themselves, and that was the, uh, the product that we brought to market. But a decade of success later, we kind of wanted to pull the curtain back and show everybody just how those conversations happen. So the Four Kicks Kappa Especial yeah. is what Ernesto brought to that final blending table in 2011. Which that? That Lancero is freaking oh, delicious. Right? So good. We still have two or three boxes. And I can't believe here. it. I can't believe it either. So we're going to have to get people on that today. He is the Sultan of Sumatra. That's what he's known for. And he's, I mean, the dude's incredible with it. It's I like it. heritage brand Sumatra has never done anything for me. Like, really? You're talking about that super earthy quality that... It's that usually earthy. the light Sumatras. Yeah, 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 I don't like them. Uh, the dark Sumatras I love. 
Okay. Like Which, uh, the knuckle sandwich. You've had that one. Knuckle sandwich Maduro is a dark them. Sumatra. Absolutely. Very delicious. Good. Fantastic. Well, and that marinado. Delicious. Um, but I find I, I it just seems to, to be a new take ones. on Sumatra that's really refreshing. And I'll be honest, when, when I saw this last year, all these new dark Sumatra wrapped cigars coming out, I was so disgusted because I never liked Sumatra. But then I started smoking them, like, okay, this is a different animal. It's got that Sumatra spice, but it's got some deep, dark, rich notes in it that you don't get out of a light Sumatra. So I'm a believer now. Yeah. The thing about Sumatra is that's always spoken to me is it's so wildly different. You know, so many cigars you walk away with that kind of heavy, earthy, dirty taste in your mouth. Yeah. Sumatra is just so light and refreshing. It, you can almost yeah. use it as a palate cleanser and the florality and sweetness of it is all. I mean, shoot, if I'm going to get like some nice stone fruit, I feel like it's Sumatra coming. Um, but one other tobacco, I'm interested. Brazilian Matafina. Hate it. Really? Well. I've not had one I've liked yet. Okay. I might have a special. Uh, next time I come out, I got to okay. bring you. It's uh, an Mbombe. It's Brazilian Matafina. It was one of their very first cigars that immediately got discontinued. It is sweet and delicious. And it's okay. like, oh my God. Most of, most Matafinas I've ever smoked are so earthy and his favorite word, umami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All those kind of things on it. But it's almost like overwhelmingly that much. Yeah. Um, I've not found a Montefini yet that has a good balance of flavor. I, okay, real quick. Eric Jansen just texted me, and I have got to read this. So, first of all, shout out, shout out to Eric Jansen, our church. Okay. Well, yeah, Eric Jansen's our, our resident wild turkey nut. Okay. Eric texted me. He said, I can't prove it. But I'm pretty sure that Crown Heads put something into their hats that makes you want to smoke more Crown Heads because I have smoked so damn many lately. <laughs> also, are you going to the event tonight? <laughs> Starts out full conspiracy theorist. <laughs> like, I think it's just advertising, just effective yes. advertising. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. There's nobody better in the hat game than Crown Heads in Cigar World. I, I would just say cigar merch than Crown oh. Heads. It's because amazing. I, and I know you guys do like limited releases. Like you'll do so many of this hat and it's like you get it or you don't move on to the next one. Get those and drops. I think that's that's brilliant because you got guys like this that says, well, I got to get the next one now. He's got what, 15 different crown heads probably. hat probably at home. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's. Well, it's, and the other beautiful thing is every single time I buy a hat from crown heads and I don't know if it's automated or if John actually signs these cards. That's all John. But 100%. they they say, dude, you're awesome. Thanks for buying this. And That's it, cool. It just feels like it feels like more than anything, I'm supporting a homegrown company. Like yeah. you're like you're supporting an Etsy seller. Like it's the exact same vibe that you get from buying a hat off of their store. We're right. a ten person organization. That's what it is. That's and crazy. That's yeah. Back so, when oh go ahead no go ahead. Back so when John was how the many reps? Oh, so we have uh, so Wes is Nashville rep. He was the first employee of the company. He's still our number one salesman by a long shot. Yeah. Shout out Wes. He's great. Um, well, they own that market. Well, yeah, it helps. It yeah. helps. Home field advantage. Um, we've got Brian McGee out in Texas covering the Southwest. Uh, we've got, I guess I would have been the next hire. And then Jake Sanders, who you guys know. Yeah, real well. And then Miguel Shadell, who, you know, is our national sales manager, but also is a workhorse and, and covers basically anything the rest of us can't. So, yeah. um, that's awesome. Yeah. But you're, you're saying, 
before I interrupted, you said, well, back when something, you were talking about uh, the original employees. Yeah, it, it slipped I my mind. We'll come you. back to it. No, it's okay. fine. Yeah. This yeah. happens all the time. Up. So I do Not have a question, though. Do you, do you know, I'm sure you do, but do you know the, num the number of cigars you guys are making per year now? I think it's somewhere near $3 million. That's okay. the number I've heard thrown on. But, I mean, people don't, I don't have much reason to know that. Well, and that's one of the things I really feel like in, the, in our industry, we probably need to, someone needs to actually get out there and put true definitions to what boutique, heritage, all that shit is out there. Because if, if you're making that many cigars, my, my consensus is you're not boutique anymore. Well, what's Drew Estate? Because they definitely feel boutique to the consumer still. I know. And that's why, that's why I said yeah. there has to be a definition because I would call it, personally, I would call it boutique someone small and i'm not not crapping on them at all but somebody like family by loyalty they use this blackbird's factory they have a few skews they're making a few cigars and they're getting in i would call that boutique unfortunately now people are going well they're more a hyper boutique i'm like i call let's, them let's, micro boutique micro yeah. and that's it but we have to have there has to be something on there because people still call aladino boutique they're making a shit ton of cigars. Well, and they're providing tobacco for so many, so many people. other people. And I think, well, you know, CLE just got that new Corojo that <laughs> makes that cigar like ninety dollars. No, so that CLE has a new cigar coming but out. But CLE is Christian Aroa. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. So he's selling us. He's he's bringing a new Asylum, which Asylums came on the market as a budget friendly cigar. A new Asylum is going to be sixty five dollars, and the reasoning behind it is they're getting this special Corojo from Honduras. From his dad's farm. Nice. It's probably like the Corojo Reserva or something. Yeah. And charging 65 bucks. I'm like, come on. That super and, premium category is really popped off. It, it is. And there's so many of them coming out there. I was curious. I mean, you, you saw the Cohiba jump from 75 to 150 to this year, 300 bucks a cigar. Yeah. It's like people are trying to jump into that. And I feel like brands like Nova, when they came out, they were already in that high price. And I smoked them like, this isn't even good for a $6 cigar. <laughs> Do you no guys, Sorry, do you ever see there. Crown Heads making <coughs> a super hyper special release in a box, in a beautiful, like, in a coffin, in a beautiful box? How, being that, hey, now granted, I think there's only so much value you can get from a cigar. Like, but it's the perception, you know? Like, I think a lot of Davidoff is perception. If some of those, if some of those lower end Davidoff, and I'll say it because we don't carry them and we never will. If they were $6 cigars, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is a great Connecticut. And then and then their other line, I'd say, oh, my gosh, this is a great Connecticut. Uh, because they're all so mild. So, but it, I think that perception is there of I want a special occasion. Like, I need to spend $30, $35. Yeah. If I'm going to spend that money, I'm getting an Opus X Lost City Lancero. I know that story. I know those tobaccos. Yeah. I know the value. I know what I'm paying for. Which those are probably about to go up too since they lost their crop. Well, they, yeah. And they lost the entire um, barn barn full of tobacco, million million pounds that too. Yeah, but it was it was what, warehouse number three? You gotta wonder how many they really yeah. have. Yeah. They gotta have a lot. I'm sure I'm sure it'll certainly impact it. But my question to you is does the consumer who's after a fifty, sixty dollar cigar does he care what's in it? Does he know? Is he no, a nerd well, like us? Right. Well, and that's You're what right. I'm saying. I, I am saying Crown Heads as a company could make a cigar. Put it like, let's say you put a Mildius 
in a coffin. Yeah. Put a gold band like a on diadema. it. Yeah, yeah make a hologram on the box. You yeah. know, all this stuff. You market it as a $30 cigar. There's a market for that because we see it in the whiskey world. I think yeah. you're right. People come in and they want a special occasion whiskey or, or they like, let's say you go to a, to a total wine. A lot of what I hear from there, from people who, who work there, somebody comes in, they're like, I want to spend $150 on a bottle. I want to spend $200 on a bottle of whiskey. That person doesn't care what the quality of the product is they're just looking to spend money and that's something that's becoming increasingly popular in the bourbon world do you see that carrying over at all to cigars or do you think it is the old kings like the opus x that are still holding that i mean holding you, that mark you've got a lot of new entrants in that category yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and not name names just for prosperity sake. That's okay. Well, I mean, we're not crapping on them. I mean, it's yeah. It's no, totally I'm not either. But I don't want to be any misconceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you I, do I think, represent a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take a look back, what I was talking about with our hats, where we won't be putting our name on just any old swag. Yeah. I mean, it goes doubly for the cigars. So, I absolutely think that that there will be a day you'll see a higher price point crown heads item. I don't think we're just going to slap a number on it just because we know we can make the money. I think it'll be tied to the value and the same metrics that they use to determine price points now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it'd be a lot closer to 20 than it would 50. Yeah. So. Oh, so it'd be in that like Espinosa Las Seis Provincias sort of range. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we definitely want to do really nice ornate stuff. Right now in the industry, boxes and bands are what's holding up the show for yeah. Yeah. almost everybody. everybody. So, so to want to do that is, um, is challenging at the moment. I, I kind of think there's a big opportunity for anybody who can do 3D printed or cardboard boxes and bring that back and make it look nice. Yeah. Um, just because the materials have been yeah. so difficult to procure. Uh, and on uh, side. shout out to you guys for using cigar rings on a lot of your bands. Well, yeah, they're great guys. He, um, he, he's a he's a band Nazi. Over so there. here's the deal. If the band does not come off well. Yeah. It, it's the first thing that bothers me. That's my only qualm with the regular release Mel Diaz. Really? Is the band will tear. Like, it doesn't come off cleanly like the Las Calaveras band. So, like the Oz family band. Are you. I only know of two real players in the cigar band industry. All it's, I know is cigar rings because they put their little label on. It's yeah, cigar rings and then uh, Vrytok, which yeah. is the Swedish yeah. one okay. that co uh, the Cuban, they use them exclusively. What I've heard is that uh, through COVID, their plates, those things became harder to source. They're kind of stacked up. So I think you're seeing a lot more people use cigar rings just out of necessity yeah. right now. Uh, but but cigar Talk rings is, knows how to make a band that comes off just with the flick of your thumbnail. Yeah. And that, as stupid as it is, adds to the enjoyment of the cigar that I, I don't have like to get a knife out. I don't want to have to work. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, what, what you're happening with the cigar rings is, first of all, the band is a little bit thicker. It's easier to peel off, but also it's got a little bit wider area for the glue. So you don't have the glue seeping onto the wrapper and then peeling off part of the wrapper. I think that's what helps a lot of yeah. that, too. Oh, what do they call that? Glue cocky when you go crazy with it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've had a few. Yeah. There's and one brand in particular too, because that You'll have a it. great cigar that you pull the band off of, and you're like, oh, now it's unraveling. Yeah. yeah. But, no, that's just an opportunity to smoke it, to see how much the wrapper really brings to the blend yeah. versus without it. Right? 
That's the salesman uh, in me trying to speak. Uh, no, I, that is, <laughs> no, no, I, I do not stand with you on that. But, but that's I love the, your brand, but I will not stand with you on that. But you know that. the shaggy foots where you'll yeah. have like the first half inch or whatever, yeah, yeah, no wrapper? Yeah, yeah. I, I love that type of stuff. I kind of like it. Oh, I think too. it's yeah. interesting. A closed sure. foot. Yeah. Absolutely love them. I know people hate them. So easy. I to love light. them. So much more flavor. Yeah. Right off I mean, the light. Like you take your bick and psh, you're good. You're yeah. good to go. Not like some of the really, really shaped ones, like where they got the tiny little foot. And it's easy to light, but God, I'm gonna be fighting it takes with it you for, for five or ten yeah. minutes till the thing opens up. Yeah. 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 Now I will say if you if you smoke them slow, then that, that's why we have we have a few of those little perfectos that well, uh, like when the you, Rojas breakfast tacos. Yeah, and the Chiquito Perfecto from La Galera, the Jade. Those, I always tell you, know, when someone buys one, I always tell them, like, you can cut it if you want to, but if you just light it and, and you're careful with it for the first five minutes, it's going to open up and all the flavor is going to hit you. Yeah. But you know what? We're cigar smokers and we're ready to get into this thing and we over puff it and then you ruin the cigar. Or you're pissed at it and you just lay it down and don't want to smoke it. So you're With not a pipe patience. smoker then is what I'm hearing. I'm not. No. <laughs> no. no. Anybody I don't else need another hobby. do the ritual? Yeah, I can see that. I like yeah. I like pipe tobaccos a lot. Uh, what I've do you smoke? Sh- aromatics or, or like Virginia's? Yeah, and- no, I'm a I'm a little girl. Okay. Uh, when it comes <laughs> to cigars, I, I like uh, big, bold. Yeah. You know, hit me over the head. Pipes are the exact opposite. That's when I'm looking for a change up. Which so, those aromatics were, uh, from what I understand from people that loved aromatics um like they were blended and designed so that you could smoke them in your house and like not have an issue with the smell yo how are we how do we not talk about room note when it comes to cigars isn't that the greatest conspiracy that when they started doing the reviews they just decided to leave that out it's so important especially in a really nice lounge like this you know somebody lights up an acid you're gonna know yeah. It makes a difference. Oh, there is a... <laughs> what's that one that's the great? The groovy Blue. The Groovy Blue. What's the brand? Uh, Tatiana. Tatiana. I, that I've one ruins that the room. Extra, an extra it humidor in the there. Room. Closed up, latched down, because if I open... I put that on the shelf... It smells like grape Kool-Aid. The entire humidor smells delicious. like grape... <laughs> I'll sell you the rest of the box of the hell of a Maybe discount. if I want it in a cigar, but grape <laughs> yep. Kool-Aid's... Amazing. But it is. Some of those are so aromatic that they're almost they're just <laughs> off-putting. And I will say, if, if we have one guy that comes in here and he he buys a couple of those, him and his wife smoke them. As soon as they light them up, the entire room smells like grape soda. Yeah. And like now, most people are, that would be off-putting too. Luckily, it's not a night usually where we're super packed. Yeah. But it is, man. It's so strong. That is interesting. I, I don't think I've ever thought about room note on a cigar. Uh, but a lot of times I smoke either in here, which we're hoping that the air is so clean that you don't get a room note because oh, yeah. if you filled the room, like you, it would be a mess or I'll smoke outside. But in the winter I smoke in my shed and I tell you what I smoke. I, uh, I lit up a knuckle sandwich 55 in there uh, a little while. Like I have, I have a shed that's insulated and I yeah. have couches in there and like, you know, it's a, it's the man shed. Yeah. Um, here soon, it's going to become the she shed when Victoria moves in. <laughs> no, no. Well, maybe, maybe. the we maybe. shed. <laughs> dog house. My dog house. Yeah. He's going to purposely be pissing off Victoria to go outside. But cigars in there, like you can actually sit there and enjoy the smell because, well, when it's just me in there smoking, like I don't need the window open, anything like that. Because hot box, I think they call that, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah, but you, you've had some stinky ones, I bet, haven't you? I, I try not to. If <laughs> if there's a cigar 
that is off-putting in the first third. Isaiah saw it last night. Yep. <laughs> I grabbed one from my father's humidor because we were my my sister was having her bachelorette party and we were drunk sitting. Um, so I grabbed one out of my dad's humidor and I and it was just nasty. When I got to the house, I just threw it into my flower bed because it was disgusting. <laughs> and I, I have river rock in the flower beds. It's not oh, going okay, anywhere. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, and he was like, you're just going to waste it like that? I was like, yeah, it sucked. Like, <laughs> Not mincing words. Is your dad, is your dad listening to the show? No, he doesn't. <laughs> okay, good, hey, good. Dad, you have terrible I'm going to replace it with an Aladino classic. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah, he'll be yeah, fine. He'll he be loves fine. that cigar. Yeah. yeah. Upgrade? Yeah, that's for real. It was something unbanded. I have no clue where it came from, where he got it. But it was better than the other. Like, I was ready to take a chance on that compared to what else was in his humidor. Some black and <laughs> milds, Tipperillos, right? No, it was, a lot of, it was a lot of Sweet Janes and some cigars that he had picked up in Honduras at some tourist trap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, um, you on, on the crowned head side, do you guys have any, like, things that are coming up like are you looking to grow are you looking to i mean i don't know because you use you use how many factories now do you use three four four factories four, I say. yeah um do you have any thoughts down the road of possibly starting your own factory or is this just like we're going to stay in our lane stay what we're doing well and keep working with the people we that we trust i like that i don't know okay. um I mean, as a rep, I'm not sure you yeah. necessarily have a pulse on that. I don't. I don't even find out what color Las Calaveras is before, like two days before we sell it. So some before of those secrets half are posts about it. Yeah, <laughs> some of those are, are a little close to the chest. Yeah. Um, you know, if I were to guess, I would say that we like what we're doing. We're yeah. good at what we're doing. We're confident in what we're doing, and, and sort of the systems that we've got in place. So, letting the experts be the experts is is kind of the strategy and makes sense to to even add on to that one of the first things that i was so struck by when i joined this organization was that every single person is absolutely a master of their field right like so john could not be better at the customer connection the marketing the branding these stories that i get to tell yeah. are amazing does he do a lot of the branding and that's all him he's he is in charge of like all he of makes that. the hats and everything oh yeah yeah he's he's i mean he's not in there like you know yeah, sewing yeah, and embroidering yeah, yeah. But the he's hats, designing right? all this stuff yeah he's he's definitely it's so the, cool it's his brainchild but you can tell like there is a real creative spirit behind the crown heads brand like yeah. there's nothing off limits like even down to the siri e-box which is oh that was Eddie such Van a Halen, fun stuff yeah uh, oh. tribute yeah. that move factories hey. didn't it nope that one it's is sitting at pachardo uh, still is that Pachardo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We'll talk more. There's yeah. some other details I could share about that. But okay. So I got a funny story about the CRE. Okay. So I've got this one guy that come in. He's actually done this three times. He came in, and the first time he came in, he looks like Eddie Van Halen. Nice. He's got the Van Halen concert T-shirt. He's got the long hair. He comes in. He walked in. Didn't say a word to anybody. Walked straight to him and was looking at it. He's like, do you have a box? Can I get a box of that box? I'm like, I'm like, well, that box, I mean, that's the only box I have that's open right now. I don't have it empty. He's like, no, 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 I want a whole box of them. Like, oh, cool. So you love a cigar? He's like, I don't smoke cigars. I just love the box. <laughs> I want that box because it's Eddie's guitar. I'm like, all right. He bought them and shared all the cigars with it. He's done that three times. Bought that's a awesome. box of cigars he doesn't smoke to hand out to his buddies. He wants the freaking it's crazy, box. crazy, man. 
I'm like, marketing, man, that's that's What's all up? that. That's Serie E. The E stands for eruption. It is so named for that guitar solo. We mm -hmm. like to say it shares the same intensity and complexity as that solo. Yeah. Leaves a nice big finish. I mean, it's that's a killer cigar. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's, no. That's that one I don't get to smoke as much of anymore. Um, you know, we talk about Patissier. We're talking about Bosphorus, all the odd well, things. And, that's, I'll, I'll, and I'll be bluntly honest with you that cigar hasn't sold well for us except for that one guy so we may not be bringing that one in because your line has way more flavor in other cigars than that one i feel like people always overlook that and go to something else because the flavor profile like the mil diaz are fantastic mil how do you amazing. pronounce it Le Parasur? <laughs> How you pronounce that? Well, I got a lot of people calling it Patsy the Baker just Patsy, to tie in the Patsy story. The Baker. But it's it, it's a French word. We should call it Patsy. And since Patsy. it's French, you gotta you gotta act like you hate the word. You wanna just shove all the letters out. Just <laughs> le petitier, right? You're shoving it out of your mouth. So yes. Yeah, I'll yes. never remember that. Translates <laughs> to the pastry chef, which again, same inspiration as the Le Creme, which is the name of the chef. Which so. I always like before I knew that story, I always thought the the, the Le Creme is a terrible name for that cigar well, because it, it's one of the strongest in your line and you're like ah it'll be it's creamy not creamy. <laughs> it's not no, creamy no and so many people not. confuse it for the espinosa crema yes so yeah lots of confusion the midwest it is delicious is though not super good at other languages no absolutely not <laughs> we suck it <laughs> that's why we're calling it patsy going forward yeah we got patsy. that really lazy <laughs> mouth out here you're gonna midwest, get a so. you're gonna get a box of patsy Yes. She is. She is. She is. <laughs> damn. That's a damn cigar. It, it is so much flavor on that yeah. guy. Oh, God. Yeah. So put you on the spot. Hit me. What is your favorite cigar from your line? Current production, anytime. Uh, I wouldn't say anytime. Anytime. Okay. Are you ready for the Headley Grange drumstick? Right. I don't think I've ever I've seen never that. Even heard of that. Yeah, never so, do you guys know the story of Headley Grange? That's no. uh -uh. so. This is a cigar that's getting harder and harder to find. Um, Are they out of production? Currently, yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't. I don't think we've. You know, I smoked Headley Grange, but not the drumstick. So the drumstick was a limited edition. It was, I think, only the second limited edition that we ever did behind the first Mule Kick, which was what 2012. So this might have been 2012, 2013, well before my time with the company. Okay. But uh, the story for Headley Grange is that it is the name of the house in England where Led Zeppelin recorded the album for, which includes the song When the Levee Breaks. The real story is that John was obsessed with the first six seconds of Levee, which is just a big, fat, bottom drum intro. And they had actually mic'd the uh, circular stairwell in the house called Headley Grange in order to get that huge, clashing yeah. sound. Oh, wow. And so, Ernesto... That is so Nashville. Dude. Like to have so much of the company named after her. This is, oh, 100%. Yeah, so so John is driving everybody up a wall playing the six-second drum intro on repeat for like six months, and they're finally like, okay, dude, it's time to do something with this or let it go because we're going to murder you. So John calls up Ernesto, and he plays him the drum intro, and he goes, Ernie, I just I want you to make me something that gets me as jazzed as this. Yeah. So the whole inspiration for the Headley Grange blend is trying to translate music experience into a cigar. That's amazing. Ernesto is the perfect guy to do it because he actually wanted to be a jazz drummer. He never wanted to be in cigars. Oh, His dad wow. called him back from New York in the 80s 
and uh, and asked him to to help get him through. And Ernie's one of the guys that got us through the the dark days when cigars weren't super popular before yeah. the boom. Um, so to have Ernie's technical prowess and musical oh, yeah. knowledge, he and John really speak the same language. The drumstick was again that limited edition, and it's a Lonsdale. They did it in a Lancero, I believe, at one point for the 2017 Redux of it. But uh, it's getting harder and harder to find. Just I know you guys like the thin ring gauges, so that's something. If you can ever find it, the real geeks of you will appreciate it. Okay. If I find Are there any out there still? I mean, I can call up a guy. Okay. I I mean, I guarantee you right now Isaiah and I would split a box pretty yeah, pretty easily. Yeah, we would. So, am I allowed to pump another store? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. Yeah, we love different yeah. states. We love so, that. So I just did an event Tuesday night. No, we, I mean, we shout out stores in this state All the because time. the more cigar shops is the better. Absolutely. Out. Yeah, totally. Well, this yeah. one happens to be in Illinois. Okay. okay. So it's, it's up down cigar. Oh, not that one though. Oh, damn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. They're fantastic guys. It's in the old town part of Chicago. It's right next to Zany's comedy club. I mean, oh, they are cool. right down there in the thick of it. Really neat place. Um, God, it's been around for like 50 years too, but those guys have been supporters since the beginning. So. Yeah. When I was there Tuesday, they had 2017 Las Calaveras, multiple years of TAA releases, but they had a buttload of Headley Grange because it's it's one of the owner's uh, absolute favorite cigars. So they've hoarded them for the years. Um, I, I think we could probably call him and see what he's got. That okay. would be wonderful. Yeah, if you get so, on a call. and Question uh, on that too, the TAA, because down the road, and I know, there, I know there are certain rules behind becoming a TAA shop. I'd like to get on that down the road whenever I'm able to do you guys have any taa releases this year yeah we do one generally every year okay um we did the lost angel again okay so for the past two years it's been the same blend and a different size and i believe that's kind of what we did again uh let's see can you explain a little bit about what the taa sure is yeah the taa is the tobacconist association of america it's a group of the <coughs> best retailers i think is how it's supposed to be sold well, except for final third they're not in there but there's so also a specific like you have to be in business volume. for like three five years something like that i believe even 10. Be a part. 10 okay yeah, 10 years so and then there's an annual you're gonna be dead by the time hit. we become a taa God, shop I Rob. Am, it is I am. look there's pros and cons to it um <laughs> it, it's definitely cool to have some extra limited offerings and so yeah. you know crown heads as an integral part of that uh, association we like to give back to it those guys, those retailers help us out. So there's only 80 stores across the country where you can go get these limited editions. Um, Up Down being one of them. They had all the way back to the 2018, which was the Angels Anvil, shared the same initials as the TAA. So that was kind of our hallmark. But two or three years ago, I guess 2021 would have been the first time we did it. That brand just needed a facelift. So we changed it from the Angels Anvil. John decided to tell sort of the prequel story and he changed it to the Lost Angel, which okay. is the initials of Ernesto's factory, Tobacco yeah. La Alianza. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, right? So That's many cool. Easter eggs. It's layers. It. He's like such a creative mind. He is. He's insane. Yeah. Insanely creative. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we got to do that one. And you use the sexiest possible color combination, black on black. And that one's sold out instantly so it's something that we've had a little bit of success with and people are starting to develop an understanding of that brand and love for it they seek it out every year so very cool yeah that should be shipping in the fall this year from us I'm, i haven't really heard much on that lately okay well, 
I uh, I actually just put down my cigar. In the final third, it got into the, some of those red pepper notes on the retro hail. Yeah. Definitely kicked up in strength. For so sure. yes, you smoked did. the Lonsdale. Yes. You smoked the Toro. I'm at Robusto. Robusto, and I got the Bolacoso. Yeah. We're an hour and 45 minutes in on this. Yeah. And yours just, you just laid yours down. Yeah. Yours is almost done. Yeah, I'm getting These down. These all have smoked very long. Yeah. And that's kind of I mean, unique. unique. It's quality. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool to there see uh, the different sizes actually still smoking long. That's that's awesome. Yeah. But Cool, man. What else? I think we're ready to wrap it up, probably. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you again for listening in. Um, we're excited about doing this event today. I think it's going to be a great event. Um, we will we'll obviously have more stock coming in because our hope today is that we sell out of everything crowned heads and we have to buy more, which will be great for him and us both. So yeah, we're excited about that. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. I'm at Dave underscore Cigar. You got it. Shout out your Instagram. Plug them bro. socials. <laughs> At Zay Zay Swag. Zay Zay Swag. <laughs> Zay Zay Swag. Damn, that's good. Yeah, that is great. You Middle can find me at the Whiskey Pastor. Yeah, so thanks a lot, guys. Come in. Um, this obviously can't be a pairing we can do, but once we get to the new Los Calaveras, we'll, have, we'll, we'll pair it with this and see how it goes. Honestly, this has been a great pairing with this whiskey. We got plenty of this left, so we'll definitely do that when it comes up. So, guys, we will see you next week. Cheers. 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 Cheers.